Hey there, nerd. All alone again tonight? Well, let me make sure you can have some company. Go to your phone and look up Awful Neutral Podcast. Leave me a message of what you want us to do. You can leave your comment wherever you want. Awful Neutral is five gold for the first minute and seven gold for each additional minute. Credit card fees may apply. We do not guarantee happiness. God is a lie. I'll even give you advantage. Foolish mortals, to awful, neutral. Hello and welcome to Awful Neutral. I am your host and dungeon master, Damien Mercado. With me, as always, is Clint Beiser as... Artificarian. Dave Callens as... Kevin. Just Kevin. His last name is Just Kevin. He's of the Just Kevins. <laughs> AG as Malice and Kill. Caleb Cleveland as Gonk Fishing. <laughs> that was that was Sal's. <laughs> Sarah Lee Steiner as Gertrude the Great. Ooh. Whoa, whoa, settle down. <laughs> Jesse Egan as Judd Bing Me Bingsley. <laughs> or use Google. Too long. It's a Bing joke. It, take, it took a minute. Yeah. Oh, Just like Bing. Slow burn. <laughs> Salvador Viesca as Lethario de la Pulga. <laughs> <laughs> Want to buy some allergy medicine from a bee now? <laughs> <laughs> Last time on the Awful Neutral Podcast. Lothario got a job offer from his mother to investigate the sewers and some problems that the Thieves' Guild was having. Meanwhile, the rest of the gang was meeting with Mistress Andariel of the Brotherhood of Order. During that conversation, we learned several things about Kevin's involvement with the Order of St. Asidius, or the Brotherhood of the Moratori, the Paladin Order, which he hails from. During the conversation after Kevin left the room, we found out that much of what he knows about his order is a lie, and was started by a gnomish charlatan. However, our party had little time to absorb that information before their meeting with Mistress Ondariel was interrupted upon reports of the Temple of Lythander being under demonic invasion. When Lady Ondariel learned about the trouble at the Temple of Lythander, she gathered all of her paladins at the Temple of Order and marched out. After this happened, a demonic invasion began in the basement of the Temple of Order. Our gang of heroes rushed downstairs to confront the emerging goat demon threat. They engaged in combat, and that is where we pick up now. <laughs> Malison Kill, you are up. And I'm going to come up to that demon right in the fucking middle. Uh, because I feel like I've got a lot of good fighting in me, and I can... So this is kind of a throw myself in between everyone and them and then also put myself in the middle of the melee without much fear. So I just then rolled to strike the date rape revenge, right? That's it. First one right. whiffs. Second one. 15 plus 9 hit. Absolutely. 24. 
and just roll this. So that's so, so you can use your bonus action to attack again, or you can use your bonus action for an item or something. The powerful Goliath, the Malice and Kill, strides confidently forward towards the foe in the center, eager to be at the heart of combat. Stop looking at my butt. <laughs> and to check out Gawk's sweet turtle ass. <laughs> <laughs> A little tail wiggling. Hey, hey Malice. Yeah. As she passes, she gives him a slap. <laughs> <laughs> a friendly slap. Do turtles have butt cheeks? Nope. That's checked. <laughs> you knew that a little too confidently. <laughs> As she confidently strides over to the goat demon in the center, this demon in the center, uh, despite that it is a maniacal fiend with no care for its safety, does look a little bit concerned as this giant creature's striding towards it with her intimidating mace, the date rapes revenge. He seems to be on his toes, though, as Malison takes a mighty swing downwards and it sidesteps it. However... Malison is able to quickly recover after the demon has taken its step. It has nowhere else to retreat to. Malison knows this and brings it down twice onto the demon's head, shattering one of its horns, <laughs> uh, dazing it and doing 20 damage. My horn. All right. Oh, now. What you favorite. get for being horny. Date rapes revenge takes out the horny. <laughs> Maybe I tell a joke through my headband to a gonk. Oh, that's dirty. <laughs> <laughs> It is now the demon's turn. Well, I don't like that. I'm not a fan <laughs> of We're that all here just like, all. fingers crossed, Wait not me, second. not me, not me. Oh, get a turn. Well, hey. this has never happened before. Well, I've never. There's seven of them, so just go ahead and everybody roll a constitution saving throw. These creatures have a ability called Rotting Presence, and it says that any creature that isn't that isn't a demon that starts within 30 feet or more must succeed on a DC constitution saving throw or take 1d6 necrotic damage plus one necrotic damage for each goat demon within 30 feet. I got a 19, baby. That's my best roll today. (laughs) Well, ever, actually. (laughs) At the start of their turn, all seven goat demons uh, let loose this unholy roar. Waves of negative energy hit you guys. Only Kevin and Chud had the stomach to resist the rotting smell, the psychic. You know what it did for me? I have this huge mustache and it filters those out. (laughs) It's my Sam Elliott mustache and it's just like a plus. Filters out that negative energy. Plus four to necrotic smells. This is a tactical mustache. That's right. (laughs) We're going to cut to uh, like an office style confessional where Kevin looks at the camera and says, this attack stinks. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like it. A lot of similarities between the office's Kevin and awful neutrals Kevin. (laughs) Wait till my chili cook off. Yeah. Oh. We haven't addressed Kevin's tabaxi weight. He's been overfed. (laughs) He's a chonkers. He's a chonkers. Oh, wait. So we all took nine damage from that hit? Take off. Yeah. Yeah, yes. On the plus side, these creatures only get to attack once. So. Thank goodness. Demon one, the one that is engaged with TV, is going to attack TV. Cool. Hi. Congratulations on the engagement. Going to attack with its barbed tail, and that missed. Does a 13 hit? No. Okay. This demon is going to move up behind you, and it's Mm -hmm. going to attack you as well, Tifi. Oh, they're going to Eiffel Tower you. Does 17 hit you, Tifi? No. First two demons surround Tifi, one on each side. Tifi, perhaps it's his machine-like precision, but it just seems to be like a rope on him. Just every time they throw the blow, his head's just bobbing. I've got a shield, too, and, um, you know. Number three is going to attack Kevin. Uh, eight no. plus four, no. uh, 12. 17 is my day. Gotcha. Uh, this one is going to miss, but he... Can he hit me and like it just has no effect? Like I just stand there like... Whoa. 
The mighty demon strikes out with its barbed tail trying to slash a paragon of light standing before him. And instead of finding its target, just hits Kevin's chest plate and bounces off. Kind of sad, even kind of makes like a cartoon. (laughs) He gives you an awkward caress. (laughs) Yeah, he tries to play it off by like caressing you on the way down. And it tries to wink at you. Uh I love it, thank you. Turned on, I gotcha. Who's engaging who? (laughs) Who's horny now? The fourth and fifth goat demon are going to attack Malison. The first one will do so without advantage. First demon tries to do like... It's like that kid who's watched a lot of martial arts videos tries to like run up on somebody do like a, a karate kit. A oh, karate like kick. that video of the dude uh, doing nunchucks for his audition. He does a backflip and lands on his head. Yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah. So it's a similarly embarrassing thing. This goat. He's team. probably a listener, by the way. <laughs> I hope so. But misses embarrassingly, which has even made it more embarrassing by the fact that Malison is not a small target. She is a uh, mighty giant. After the after the miss, even though they're enemies, he looks at Lothario and just kind of shakes his head like, I feel him. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled a Lothario. <laughs> That's what we call it in hell. <laughs> I'm going to be punished with so many chanclas. <laughs> I pulled a Lothario once, but he gave me 20 bucks for it, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you. The second one is going to attack Malison with advantage. Uh, 18 plus 4, 22. I believe that hits. Ooh, that hits. Does 5 damage. The fifth goat demon is not as foolish as the jump-kicking asshole who went before it. Yeah. <laughs> he did one of those Captain Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> this one speeds up to Malison, shoots out its barbed tail, and instead of finding any grand blow, is able to actually just kind of slip its tail in between a chink in her armor, like at the legs. Am I allowed to use my shield for this or anything? It's calculated in. To oh, your... oh, okay, thank you. Like you tried and you got through or something. Yeah. You do have this ability with your new mirror shield now. Your mirror shield uh, just remembers the enemies that you have fought before. You get plus one. If you're telling the truth, it's a DC check of 10. It's a charisma check. And you're saying, shield, I have once fought these things before. I remember these guys. They're pussies. (laughs) Can I put on my armbands of charisma that add points and then also... Oh, wait. You already got them on. You already got them on. That's funny. (laughs) But if you're telling the truth, it's a charisma roll. If you're lying, it's a deception check and you got to beat a 15. Nuns. And, I've and kicked so, nuns' asses before. A 15 with no modifier? If you fail the truth or you fail the lie, it's one strike. You get to three strikes and it clears all the memories from the shield. As you were fighting this creature, you noticed this sh- on the shield, which was just a blank, shiny surface before, is actually recording the moments of the fight. This shield has endless detail that the always finds- is unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Caleb is actually super impressed by the artistry on the shield. You say the shield was recording? Yes. Yes. Uh, like like a police body cam? Even on the shield now, Malison can actually can seize the moment frozen in time with that stupid jump kick that sailed past her. Yeah. Is like as that's one that's one little. There's a picture of that go- of that stupid goat demon and then Malison kicking its ass on yeah. the front of the shield. But it's able to, to find a hole right about where your knee is and it's able to uh, stab just kind of through that little hole in your armor doing five damage total. Next one is going to attack the last two goat demons seeing that there are several party members that are unengaged. Look to you, the closest target that they can reach and they go after the turtle. The first one does a standard attack. Does 18 hit? Uh, yes. The first goat demon charges Gonk Gonk, either unafraid or eager to accept the challenge, does not move and, in fact, waves his turtle claw saying, come on. (laughs) Come at me, goat. The goat demon hears the turtle's barbarian challenge and charges straight in. Let's see, it was 2d6. 
uh, stabs with its tail as hard as it can directly into Gonk's chest. Now, Gonk does have a hard shell, so the demon isn't able to do that much damage. However, he does leave a mark and leaves Gonk bleeding as its tail inflicts 10 damage. Oh. The second goat demon is going to do a jump attack at you, Caleb. Actually, it does have advantage, and it misses. This goat demon runs 30 feet, hits the maximum of its range, and and does a 20-foot jump. It springs towards Gong. Unfortunately, its trajectory is just a little bit off as it sails like Liu Kang past <laughs> Gong, <laughs> landing 10 feet behind him. Nice. Gong actually looked like uh, somebody from The Matrix, the way he dodged that. <laughs> there's For a second, there's like three Gonks. <laughs> <laughs> Gong is up. Uh, Gonk would like to rage. Gonk is raging. Now, what does it look... This is the first time seeing Gonk rage. Is there something special that happens? Yeah. So what happens is, like, Gonk, like, starts breathing really heavily. Immediately, there's, like, a static charge uh, that sort of builds up, almost like St. Elmo's fire. There's, like, a glow in the air. Um, like around s- 10 feet around him or so, his eyes... Rob Lowe shows up with a saxophone. Exactly. Um... Like the, the little spikes on his uh, on his turtle shell start sparking as well, and the one that just hit me takes five points of electrical damage. Okay, There's like a spark that ha- that connects. Sadly, I think demons are immune, immune to, to that. electrical damage. Mm-hmm. They are not immune. They are resistant, resistant to cold, fire, and lightning. Meaning they just do half damage. Okay, so half damage. He takes two and a half points. Five. <laughs> two yeah, we were at two two points. Yeah, uh, he is going to. Take uh, he takes his giant two-handed cutlass. It says a name, right? Squ- it has. It's uh, it just says uh, squall. Can we call it cutlass supreme? Does a fourteen hit? A fourteen does hit. Oh, a fourteen Ooh. does hit. And I got two ones. Yeah. So that is a seven. Oh, that's right. I get two. You rolled a one again. Double one. So that's that's 14 points total. The goat demon that stabbed Gonk in the chest. These are creatures that grow up in a harsh realm full of uh, bloodthirsty kin of theirs that will feast upon them. Uh, It is a fiery hellscape. And even this creature growing up in that environment is starting to shit itself a little bit as this turtle crackles with electricity, has a don't fuck with me look in its eyes and draws its massive two-handed cutlass. Fortunately for the like demon, though. terrifying <laughs> animal-like roar, and then he just friggin' whiffs it like a whole bunch. Just barely makes yeah. it. Gonk was like spending too much energy just like flexing to look big. <laughs> and didn't just smoothly bring the cutlass down. As a result, it kind of was a sloppy chop. He makes contact, but really just takes a chunk out of the, the demon's right arm. Sloppy. <laughs> Uh, even so, even though it wasn't the best contact, Gonk is a powerful creature holding a powerful weapon and still managed to... I like how you're giving me so much positive reinforcement. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. You didn't pull a Lothario. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gertrude, you are up. Yes. Oh, is she still here? I'm going to go for the the uh, demon that's right next to Gonk. So my first move is I'm going to do the Ring of Ram. And I'm going to summon my broken down Ram pickup truck. That's a piece of crap. It has a lot of memory. I rolled a 25. Does that hit? That absolutely hits. Okay. And mm. then my damage was 14 for that. All right, 14. I believe you also get to knock him back. Uh, Five feet. feet. As you move him, Gonk gets an attack of opportunity. Wow. You're welcome. <laughs> Teamwork. It makes the dream work. 
And he rolled 18 more ones. <laughs> uh, does a... Oh, that's 14 again. Does that hit? 14, yeah, 14 that's hits. it. All right, cool. A, um, eight plus five, that's 13. All right, so uh, uh, 14 damage from Gertrude, 13 damage from Kong. Yeah, okay, okay. so that means you still have a bonus action, so if you want to go ahead and, and look at Do your bonus. Green yeah, lantern. so then for that same uh, demon I pushed back, I want to do my longbow. I don't believe you can attack for a bonus action. Nice. I'm not going to do that. Can I? You, you could probably put, I'll let you put Hunter's Mark on this creature so you yeah, can add a one Yeah, that's the only other thing I have. And so now it has, this one has Hunter's Mark on it. Yeah. And what does that do? Uh, you add 1d6 to any attack. So I'll let you retroactively put Hunter's Mark on it, use the Ring of Ram, and then go ahead and add 1d6 damage. So, you so if I had a 14, six. now he's got 20? Well, we have to Potentially. Roll. Well, yeah, because I rolled. <laughs> so I rolled a six roll originally for it. Yes. So, so yes, yeah, 20. 20. Nice work, Trude. I don't think Tiffy's seen the truck thing yet. Uh, he's taking notes. He likes that. He's going to walk over and inspect it. <laughs> I want it. It's like, um, who's the stupid character from Cars who's like know. the hillbilly? Mater. 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 It's Mater. Let me paint hey, this, everybody. Sir. Would anybody see some horn and goat demons around here? Oh, my. God. Say get her done. I would rather visit the hell with these horn <laughs> demons. <laughs> are Gertrude takes out her bow and aims it at the goat demon that Gonk had just struck. Uh, she aims it like uh, she's the babe calling her shot. You know, like babe on oh, the baseball God, field? God, like, I'm so sorry. Everything you remember that, that pig I'll... that learned how to play baseball? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's babe three. Yeah. <laughs> After applying the hunter's mark, she then, like Green Lantern, closes her fist. Green energy escapes from all re- uh, from her ring in all directions, drawing the attention of all the other goat demons in the room. When she closes her fist, a a Rottweiler-sized Dodge Ram pickup <laughs> appears before her. Except it has a cigarette coming out of the grill. It somehow like coughs. Smoke. It smells of burning rubber. <laughs> smoke comes out both ends, and she points at the demon and. The truck revs twice and peels out and speeds towards the goat demon. It smacks it with immense force, sending it flying back as it does, almost as if it's a basketball alley-oop, is able to chop down at the demon as it leaves its feet, cleaving it, not in twain, chopping about three-fourths of the way through its torso. So basically it's kind of holding on in its torso by uh, just a few hit points. Is it too late to add that the truck was blasting like life is a highway or something? <laughs> yeah. Right before the truck disappears, you're able to see the back on it. And yes, there are truck nuts hanging <laughs> from the back of Gertrude's. What what kind of bumper sticker does this truck have? Uh, I believe red. in tit for tat, want some tat. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's uh, make Crow's Point great again. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and a no bomba sticker. Yes. Eight for it some has, reason. It has coexist, but it's made out of like guns. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Gertrude and Gong have tag team one goat demon and he is on the verge of death. And there, no, none of the other demons are dead, right? Every none, No. Are there any piles of bones in this room? Are you, gonna you know what? Yes. No, it's a, there, there is not. There are bones from the demon that was cut in half. Okay. But it's not dead, right? Oh, it's dead. The, the, oh. There was one demon that was bisected coming through the portal. It didn't get through oh, in yeah, time before right. it closed. I pictured uh, enough of his body made it. Th- it was the back half of his I got a weird spell to cast. So Chud, uh, <laughs> Chud's been watching this battle, and uh, he says, uh, "You know, I don't feel real good about attacking other livestock. <laughs> the fact is, these goat demons are really just goats, and uh, they're goats. See? Well, you know what? I'm gonna bring one back and let it fight for us. I cast Animate Dead on the pile of bones. Animate Dead is a spell where the 
uh, I create an undead servant from a pile of bones or a corpse in range. Oh, we know what it corpse. is. There we go. Sick it bastard. imbues the target with a foul mimicry of life, raising it as an undead creature. The target becomes a skeleton if you choose bones, or a zombie if you choose a corpse. So it's a head, torso, and arms. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it comes to life like this bizarre, profane R two D two. And the yeah. creature is <laughs> under the creature is yeah. under my control for twenty four hours. Okay. Can be following. Yes. The parts of the demon that made it through stands up. Structural integrity isn't there because it's parts of its body were bisected. As it stands up, the flesh just kind of slops off it, uh, revealing this just humanoid skeleton with, this is demon blood. So as it hits the air, it ignites uh, shortly. So for a while, you kind of have this uh, partially flaming, partially complete. Goat skeleton uh, demon? Yeah. And it's right by the where the portal was, correct? I have it attack that there, demon directly next to Kevin when I can. If, On the if, other side of me? I don't know if I'm allowed to do that within the same turn or not. But it's going to have a turn right behind you now. And I was going to cast Hidden Step after this as a, as a bonus action. Attack. So I animate this uh, dead skeleton, and then I become invisible with Hidden Step. Chud Bingsley, after uh, saying and making his case for... <laughs> demon livestock mm-hmm. and how they deserve compassion too. I'm gonna let this goat live for 24 more hours. An He's excruciating pain. <laughs> As a horrible servant to me. Chud rolls up the sleeves <laughs> and <laughs> almost like he's conducting an unholy orchestra, he raises both hands up in the air. As he does this, this mound of goat flesh mm. writes itself very quickly, almost at the speed that Chud raised his hands. Mm. It is quite the jarring sight to see. You know what? Go ahead and give me a con. Anybody who saw that, except for Tifi, give me a constitution oh, no. check. We're going to see if you threw up in your mouth. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh. I didn't know it was that horrifying. I got 22. Should I even check it? Ooh. Gertrude and Lothario, you just were like, "That's that was fucking metal. That was dope. The way <laughs> yeah. that just flung into the air as the bones whipped up, that was sick. Yeah, a flaming skeletal goat. Yeah, that's pretty metal. <laughs> Anybody else make their constitution throw? 13. Kevin, maybe it was just a hairball, or maybe it was what you saw, but you threw something up. <laughs> Which, okay. Uh, I'll need to look up what the skeleton stats are. Okay. It'll atta- I'd like it to attack whichever of those demons is more injured. I'll say it attacks with the attack of a short sword. I'm going to say that the way you cut off one of its arm bones, it's actually just a really sharp mm. projectile. I think that skeletons can only move or attack. Well, you could attack that one then, right? No. Yeah. Right next to it? Well, there it's you right go. there. Yeah. yeah, it is adjacent to one, so yeah. Natural 20 for the skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> Four damage. It's, it's impressive. Doubled. It's double though. The goat demon attacking Malison turns around to see this unholy sight, the skeleton of one of its brothers uh, coming straight for him. It almost seems in disbelief in what it's seeing because it doesn't even bother to protect itself as this creature raises up its sharpened fibia and tibia and just drives it straight through the eye nice. of its friend. It's Radius and Ulna. Yeah, Maybe it was a kick. Sorry, Maybe Radius was, and Ulna. Maybe it was a kick. So that was my attack, and then I turn invisible and vanish from the scene. All right, TV, you're leave. up. And I look around the room, uh, fellows. Uh, are any of you looking in bad, real bad shape, or are you kind of pretty okay? She's, Malison's taking Malison's some damage, but... I think she's so good. Gonk's taking the most. Oh, really? What, what are you looking like, How Gonk? you doing, Gonk? He's missing 10. Oh. Gonk is looking like a furious green tornado of you're anger good. and ah. rage. Okay. <laughs> I'll take that. Okay. Since Tifi used all of his uh, third-level spells, he's down to measly second, second levels. But his spiritual weapon is still there and uh, can still uh, attack. Uh, Fifteen to hit. Yeah, that does hit. All right, um, and it's uh, nine you plus four uh, again. Uh, Thirteen. 
you know, I'm gonna be real creative here and uh, cast <laughs> inflict wounds at uh, second level. Are you still using your owl? Um, with my owl this time, doing another flyby to distract Get him. it. Uh, see if this goes a little better. Get him, Hootie! Yay! 17 plus 7. Wow, All right. Hootie Owls! 22. Uh, 22. Inflicting wounded damage. Tifi squares off with the demon in front of it. The demon, while staring at Tifi, preparing for whatever blow it has, does not see spiritual weapon in the form of a scroll case. Uh, <laughs> right up the tukus. You want it in the butt? The, okay. The Chiefy makes a motion like this, like with two fingers pointing up and like whips it up. And the scroll knows exactly what to do as the scroll shrinks down just a size or two. Not too much because it's still trying to do damage. Well, just enough like for function. a point at the end to like kind of help yeah. guide it up there. It, it takes the shape of a road cone and jams itself inside of the rectum of the goat demon standing in front of it. Call me a sociopath. Damn near killed him. <laughs> yeah. At that point, rust flies into the demon's face, and as it's batting around at the demon, TP just calmly reaches out a hand and grabs the goat demon by the throat, squeezing it hard. TP mumbles a few magical incantations. All of a sudden, huge sores and fissures start opening up all up and down the front side of this goat demon's body. What was in that scroll? <laughs> it so looks put like a condom on it. <laughs> axe wounds, multiple axe wounds are just appearing all over uh, this this creature's neck, chest, and lower part of its face. Uh, after this attack, it crumbles to the ground, still barely breathing, blood pouring out of these huge open wounds. Can Diffie just be giggling this entire time without blinking? That's what I'm imagining. Please, no. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I want Diffie to fuck up a, a cool one line like, wrecked him. I totally destroyed that dude. <laughs> <laughs> Lothario, you were up. Uh, is the long-tongued guy still around? The, the one you attacked? Yeah, yes. no one's attacked him, right? Uh, yes, that's right. Uh, all right, so I rolled an 11 with... Sorry, I got no, off the... I think you have like nine, so it certainly hits. It was plus eight, actually, yeah. I remember. All right, so that hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Nope. 16. Do you want to stealth again? Oh, yeah, so 17. The demon that is engaging Tifi, the one that who had uh, lost its jaw from a previous sneak attack from Lothario. They said lost its job. <laughs> <laughs> they took our jaws. <laughs> <laughs> they come over here and they take our jaws. Another bolt going straight through its chest, piercing its uh, right lung. It, you just see a bloody hole erupt from the front of its chest as Lothario shoots it in the back. And again, uh, a coward. The demon turns around to give that same sick laugh that it did before, uh, except there's nothing there when it turns around. Poof. They think they can smell <laughs> ceviche, but they're not sure. There's just an air of ceviche <laughs> in the room. Uh, Kevin, you're up. Question, the guy I'm fighting, uh, did he fall to the ground when I hit him? He's not prone, but you did fuck him up. I will. He took a knee. I'll say he's on a knee. In that case, I am going to do something I haven't... I kind of want to use the Acme Flute. I haven't used that yet. Okay. <laughs> this is a real thing. This yeah. is great. Uh, do, okay. do you have the description of it on there? Okay. Did you get this flute from Wild E. Coyote? Didn't we get it from the store? He got it from Adventures Mars. It's a Tex Avery-inspired item. I Let's love say. it. All right, so you roll a 1d4. Two. Two. So it just hurts his ears because it's such okay. bad music or what? No, there's four different effects. Okay. He awesome. blows it, and it either, there's one of four things. You either a random cartoon appears out of a hole in the ground. Oh my god! I don't know that it does any damage. I think it's yeah. just for flavoring. It disappears them forever, though, so that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> two basic anvil drops, dealing two d six crushing damage. 
three. Girders drop and deal 3d6 crushing damage and 3d6 slashing damage. Four. Grand piano drops, dealing 4d6 crushing damage and stun for 1d6 round. Two. Basic anvil drops, dealing 2d6 crushing damage. Double six? Yeah. Uh, 12 damage? Yeah. Do you have uh, something for your action? I rolled a 19 to hit, so I hit him with my hammer. Squaw in the head. I still have Hunter's Mark on. Um, Roll me some damage, because uh, I think you're about to finish this guy off. I probably Ooh. don't need it. All right. So 16 regular damage, then I can add on Hunter's Mark. 21. How do you want this creature to die? Nice. Um, as the anvil's dropping on him, I'm swinging up. Kevin, almost as if he is uh, Bugs Bunny or some similar other cartoon <laughs> character, is squared off in combat with this goat demon. All He's of a sudden, like he, Ruth. he puts a finger up as if to say, hold on one second, <laughs> reaches into his pocket, pulls out a flute as the demon patiently waits. He blows a quick little jaunty tune. He quickly throws the uh, flute back into his pocket, reaches for the hammer, and assumes a golf swing type position. What the demon doesn't see is that after his tune was completed, a portal was slowly opening above its head. And from that portal, the portal opens up, and then you hear a whistle for a while, yeah. and then it comes through the portal. <laughs> through the it, ceiling. Yeah. yeah. Kevin knows to start his golf swing. He brings it up with amazing speed and power and is able to catch the goat demon's head between the anvil and his hammer, smashing it. Well, Everybody uh, in the room is covered with some amount of goat <laughs> brain matter, gross. depending upon your proximity to the impact. That was actually right next to Teefy, who's already covered in quite a bit. <laughs> Malison. Another pile of bones for Chud. Did <laughs> 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 get added to the yeah. skeleton? All right, I'm going to do my uh, same old, same old. Date, right. rape, date rape, revenge. Same old date rape, revenge. <laughs> well, plus hit, 21 hit. 11. What? And that's one turn. All right, and yeah, you can attack uh, three times max. Okay, wow. and I'm attacking. Is there anyone that hasn't been hit yet? Any of these demons haven't been not been hit yet? Yes, this one and this one. Yeah, I want to attack the one that has the least damage. Does 12 hit? It does not. Nope. Uh, that'll hit. 14 oh, yeah. plus 9, that's hits. Uh, and then uh, this plus that 8, 10. 12 and 10, 22. Ooh, move, 22? Malison unleashes a flurry of blows at the goat demons who was just attacked by Jesse's abomination. It is bleeding profusely from the eye. By the way, that, that was actually the original title of the song, Jesse's Girl. <laughs> they it. I wish I was Jesse's abomination. It doesn't have the same ring to it. Where can I find a nightmare like that? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Two of her hits connect. as She shatters the rib cage on the right side of one, and the other attack lands in the head, doing significant orbital socket damage and uh, chipping off that horn. Very specific. Four out of five hits agree that. So violent. The temporal full size is crushed. <laughs> it is now the demon's turn. All right, everybody go ahead and roll a constitution check. Woohoo! Yeah. Damn it. Balls. Damn these demons, you first. No, go first. Yeah, the beginning of their turn. Get all the bad oh rolls out. <laughs> Eleven. Uh, Gertrude and anybody else who d- failed that, go ahead and take. This time you lose eight. First demon is going to... Shit on my dad. First demon's tired of attacking Tifi, and he is going <laughs> to take attack of opportunity, and he is going to attack um, Chud. I'm invisible. Oh, well, then never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I'm, I'm invisible. That. Where'd he go? <laughs> Nose goes. Um, a regular <laughs> attack. Crazy. Okay, that's um, 16. 16 that hits? With a dagger. 
Ooh, good. Uh, whole uh, four damage. That is exactly what it needed. This demon right here, seeing death on its <laughs> on its doorstep, realizing it's not going to win this fight against the spiritual weapon and the straight-faced, emotionless cleric standing in front of it. Unblinking cleric. For and flavor, <laughs> I just um, hit my scroll uh, uh, spiritual <laughs> weapon a little bit further up. As per TB's instructions, he stabs it with a dagger and instructs that his spiritual weapon recede further inside of its target. As he does this, he makes that same little hand motion they did before as this thing bursts out of the goat demon's mouth. Nice one. I find it's effective to strike the soft tissue. (laughs) Demon two, he is going to attack Tifi as well and it misses. Down to demon four, going to attack Malison. Roll the two. This one right here. Tax Mallison as well. You have an armor class of 19. 20. 20. Roll the 19. Mallison kind of drops her shield and mace, kind of like feigning attack me. Uh, It shoots its demon barbed tail. Mallison just catches it right in front of her face. Uh, This one's going to wander back over to Gonk and try attacking. It rolled a 12. That does not hit Gonk. Nope. We just got one more. (laughs) Eight, shit, these guys have been rolling eight like crazy, and a 12 doesn't hit anybody except for Chud, I think. <laughs> All right, so it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter who it attacked. I'm invisible. <laughs> I'm easy to hit. Everybody's always cow-tipping old Chud. <laughs> Picking up the order, we got Gonk. I'm just going to kill that dude. All right, Reckon. I rolled a freaking... Now you only 27. Wow. That hits. Now, this this guy's on death's door. So if you want to save your second attack for another one, you can do that. That is exactly what I'm going to do. But I'm going to take uh, 11 points on that one. How do you want to do this? Just line him up like a, you know, like a, a baseball swing and just slice him from kidneys to crotch to, crotch to neck, basically. Gonk, uh, gonk. Oh, actually, and there's an electric flash as well. I forgot about this. So that is... Another three, so that's 14. All right. The goat demon that had wandered up and attacked Gonk was already three-fourths of the way bisected from his previous blow, but with unholy strength and vigor, it crawls its way over to Gonk after missing its attack. Gonk, with electricity crackling all over his body, has a partial, brutal smile creep across his face. As he powerfully swings his two-handed cutlass, he cleaves the goat demon in half. More bones... For Chud's Bone Farm. (laughs) It's a a demon club sandwich. That's it. He just got Jersey Mike'd. Chud has become like the creepiest member of this party. (laughs) Yeah, there's like this this blinding flash real quick. There's a thunder thunder snap and he falls into like three pieces. As the demon's lying there and his uh, faint electricity crackles over its corpse. You have one more attack, I believe? I actually got, uh, yes, one more. And I'm going to... I just really like the name Chud's Bone Farm. <laughs> Come on down to Chud's Bone Farm. Demon Five over in the against the wall there. That's not ten feet away, uh, but he <laughs> nevertheless is going to run towards it, swinging, roaring, completely. Uh, nobody gonna understand a single word he's saying. Reckon. All right, that is a sixteen. Sixteen. That hits. All right. That is. Um, 
20 points of damage. Forgot about the lightning strike. Again, I gotta nice. add another Are you attacking that. that unhurt one behind That's you? That's correct. Yeah. Upon bisecting one of these goat demons, uh, Gonk sees one standing not more than 10 feet behind it. The one that did that ridiculous karate kick and sailed past him earlier. Gonk just rushes straight forward. Instead of uh, slashing with his big uh, cutlass, actually just stabs it straight through, impales the midsection, this goat demon, as intestines are spilling out. Gonk only stops when he feels the stone wall behind him. Nice. Yikes. TV's taking some uh, impeccable mental notes to write in his journal later. Jesus, these guys are all so fucking creepy. Gertrude, you are up. Okay, um, so the hunter's mark I initiated earlier. That dude's dead. That dude's dead? Okay. So I'm going to initiate hunter's mark again, but this time I'm going to do it for the demon that Gonk was just attacking. Realistically, can I shoot a bow and arrow around that corner? You would have to move. Okay, never mind. So I'm can gonna. Can she move and then attack? She can. She can take five. Yeah, you can absolutely. You can move five feet. It's, it's, it's You can move very it's minimally. You got five on. Okay. Yeah. I got five on ah, it, nice and I'm gonna move forward one square. I'm gonna sneak around that edge, and just say, "Pick a bow." I believe you can shoot two arrows, but you have a uh, quick reload quiver, which would give you a third arrow if you choose. Yes. So, but I want to use Hunter's Mark before I start using my bow. It's done. Okay. Cool. To attack. Just roll your three attacks. Ooh, 17 cool. plus whatever that my hits. thing is. Okay, yeah. So, 17. Okay, so all so three all hits. Three hit. Okay, so what, what was the damage total? Total was 11, but my question was for the Hunter's Mark plus 6 extra damage. Is that one time adding, or is that to each hit? Each to each hit? So. Yeah. Okay, so... Until one of our listeners leaves a comment that that's not how it's supposed to be done, we get a four-star review. Is it? So 22 total. Nice job. Gertrude's hands move unnaturally fast as this yeah, elven. They do. Uh, she quick fires. It's almost like it's an Astro Jelly hand. Hey oh! <laughs> as she quick fires three arrows within a, a second interview. glides around the corner. Uh, the goat, uh, in a very tight shot grouping, has. The goat uh, goes K Y! <laughs> uh, as a tight three arrow shot group in the middle of its chest where its heart was. Gertrude uh, has a. Cigarette that is mostly ashed. Uh, Chud. Yay! Okay. Um, so which one is my little skeleton boy there? That's the guy next to yeah. next to Kevin. <laughs> I'm going to cast a new spell, and the spell is called Erupting Earth. Choose a point you can see on the ground within range. A fountain of churned earth and stone erupts in a 20-foot cube centered on that point. Each creature in the area must make a dexterity saving throw. Or take 3d12 bludgeoning damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. Where do you want it centered? I would like it centered uh, on the corner that can get those two enemies at once. But not Malison. But not Malison. All right. I cast Erupting Earth on that particular spot. Uh, They need a dexterity saving throw? Yes. They need to save. Dexterity 15, it says. 12 for the second one. (laughs) Sweet. Ain't. Ain't gonna say it. Okay. 3d12 bludgeoning damage on a fail. So they have a chance to f- save against it. And they did not. 21. Those two are both looking pretty beat up. They are not dead, though. Okay. I would like my little Skelly to attack the one that's uh, adjacent to him. Okay. Gotcha. And I'm going to roll that. Go, uh, Skelly. And I assume I'm not invisible now that I've attacked, right? All right. So you're at, you're, uh, your skeleton guy actually can't attack. You can so move, I, but he can't So I destroyed attack. the one adjacent to the Skelly? Yeah. yeah. So I'll move it to assist Malison. Chud slaps his hands together. Upon doing so, green energy escapes. 
hands that start to glow. He raises his left hand up high into the air before bringing it hard onto the ground. As soon as he, his hand makes contact, that energy dissipates from his hand and reappears in the middle of the floor. 50 feet from his position, the entire ground affected by the spell starts to go green before violent shaking starts to happen. The stones at the that are the foundation of the church start to crack and tumble. The demons, as they're ground between these uh, several hundred to even a thousand uh, pound stones, uh, one of the demons is actually uh, ground into a red paste as Whoa. a, unfortunately, Chud's horrific nightmare skeleton cannot attack uh, because that one is dead. But he can run in a screaming, terrifying way towards Malison's <laughs> uh, foe. Oh, there's also ni- now an, a great big nice cinder cone in the middle of yes. the room. <laughs> I've really messed up her wine cellar it's okay. badly. It must have been impossible to hear over the noise caused by Chud's earthquake. You guys would have heard the lift coming back down again. Morgana gets off the lift. No longer do you see the frightened look in her eyes. You see a look of determination. You see a look of somebody who has mastered their fear and has taken that first step out the door. She claps her hands together. Holy light radiates from her hands. She slaps her hands together and says, Not in this house! (laughs) House! House! house. As she does. She medias them out. (laughs) Blinding white light escapes from her hands. Everybody in the room has to shield their eyes. Except for Kevin, who stares right at him. <laughs> <laughs> he paws at the and light. Chases, chases it around the room. <laughs> By the way, I have those perspectacles that I got, they have that transition so that when it gets, <laughs> it, it gets yeah. they turn into sunglasses. Nerd! <laughs> and they're also the Morpheus glasses. They don't have the sides. Just, <laughs> just the nose. Oh, the the little little yeah. <laughs> thing in the middle. When she brings her hands apart, the light subsides. All the rest of you can see again. While you guys have your eyes closed, you can just hear goat demons screaming. You can hear sizzling. You can hear what sounds like fluid, perhaps blood escaping a body, hitting the ground. It smells like curry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lothario oh, so peed himself. I know, so hungry. Yeah. It smells like wretched meat being burned. Okay, fine. And it all Maybe splatters it on TV, <laughs> yeah. right? Like poor quality meat is being cooked poorly. Yeah. <laughs> or Denny's. Oh, so <laughs> Korean barbecue? Shut your mouth. I was going to say Arby's. How dare you? <laughs> As she takes her hands apart, the light subsides. Eventually, you guys can open your eyes again. And when you take stock of the room, you see puddles of black goo. There are little fire spots that are being put out. Morgana catching her breath. Thank you for your help, all of you. I, I, I'm sorry I ran. Are you guys okay? Yeah, thanks for uh, finishing them off for us. Yeah, like- Gonk but, pulls his cutlass out of the wall, like the guts or what the skeleton of the <laughs> demon like falls around. He just lets out this snort and this like briny steam comes out of his nose. <sighs> oh, she's kind of frightened by your intimidating. Uh, <laughs> all right, then. No, I'm all right. So, <laughs> if, if you did. You did good. Kevin holds up his large weapon and says, and my hammer. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> and I just look around for Skelly. Is he still there? Or she vaporize him. <laughs> you know what? Roll me a 1d4. On an even, the skeleton survived. On an odd, it didn't. Like my new friend. That's a three. Three. Your skeleton falls last. Like, as you open your eyes, you see it kind of on the, the mo- ground. <laughs> like, looking at you like... Dad? Oh. <laughs> just falls away. I go, Skelly! No! Oh, you were too beautiful for this world. You just like look over, you're like, oh. I don't want to go, Mr. Stark. I'm, oh, God. <laughs> I'm so sad, I might have to just reanimate him again. 
As Morgana's looking at Chud, surprised. I just say, I grew close to one of them. It is at that point, Mistress Andariel flanked by uh, Sir Coulier and Sir Stamos. Uh, <laughs> comes down with a woodchuck poster and tired ass bits. <laughs> One of them comes down with a leather jacket and a Harley, though. You just hear from like nowhere. Ooh. And a vial of Alanis Morissette blood around his neck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does have that. What the fuck? Um, she's alive. She just, <laughs> um, not in this world, she's not. <laughs> Thank you. The attack on the Temple of Lythander was a ruse to get us to leave. Thank goodness for you heroes. Where's my chicken wine? Morgana looks up at you. She had f- was feeling a bit heroic until a second ago, and she realized that that's what uh, her task was before. Gunk intercedes and says, She ain't delivering wine to nobody. Have someone else do it. Morgana looks over at Gonk, smiles and nods, and then she looks over at Sir Coulier. Gong like, looks back at Morgana and like coughs up blood. <laughs> <laughs> Mistress, fake ruse. Um, we said that there was a distraction, so they could attack here. Why? Why would they want to attack here specifically? Um, is there anything? What? What's going on here that they're aiming an attack at this specific temple? Sensing the insight in into Chiefy's question, uh, responds. There are far more wealthy orders than us. The only thing I could think would be that we do a lot of good. We, unlike most temples, are filled with doers and not prayers, let's say. We are the ones who will go out and fix a problem, smite a foe. Uh, We don't simply burn incense. So uh, perhaps if this was a revenge for something we've done in the past. Well, then why would they seek to attack the building empty rather than kill you? These are excellent questions. Ones that I will have to investigate. Tell me, were there any clues during your battle? I found a pile of bones, and then I resurrected it. Upon asking that question, you guys realize you guys didn't have time to check for clues. So uh, everybody go ahead and roll me an investigation check right now. Net one. 18. I got a seven total, Damien. I got an eight, Jesse. I'm right there with you. Uh, Gonk, you rolled a one, right? Yep. You've fallen on your back and can't get up. (laughs) (laughs) Next door, we're getting him life alert. (laughs) Gonk actually produces a magnifying glass, and while walking around the room, not knowing what he's looking for is getting in everybody's way. I think with Gonk rolling a one, he's got the magnifying glass. He's walking in a circle, tracking his own footprints. Nice. (laughs) There was a a totally... Oh, wait a minute. There was two totally. (laughs) Oh, three. 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 Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Everybody hold on. Mistress Andariel shakes her head at Gonk, and you can hear an audible sigh. She looks to the rest of you to see what results you guys can uh, come up with. You notice a variety of medium-sized, looks to be human or perhaps elvish footprints. They're very light and and probably would have been missed. It looked to be in soot, which is weird because there's no soot around here. You can actually kind of trace it at least to the top of the stairs. And it's not every footprint, it's like every, and it's partial, but if you put it together, uh, you can see the pattern. And it, it centers around... It centers around the portal in the middle of the room and three of the sides to the room. If Let's just say you came into a rectangle room and where you entered was the south side. You can see footprints headed towards the north, east, and west side on the walls. <laughs> so the, for the footprints in the dust coming from the portal to the, uh, the three walls that we didn't enter. Yes. 
Uh, you don't know. They don't go up the wall or anything. They just end at the wall? To the wall, as gotcha. if somebody were standing in front of the wall. Okay. You do notice that whoever did this. No moonwalking? Yeah, no. Very little moonwalking. Okay. There are a couple places you suspect a little moonwalking. They wanted to move. Oh, by the way, it, uh, perception and investigation are completely different Correct. things. Mm-hmm. What is exactly the difference there? Perception is what you sense through your eyes, your smells, what your five senses okay. perceive. Investigation is what you're doing with that knowledge. Investigation is you actually figuring something out. So you like, deduce. I have those perspectacles and I look at the footprints <laughs> and I go... Those look like footprints. Dog's <laughs> like, shut up, shut I'm trying to work. It's like a whole what mess of toys. What do do, though? I think they give advantage on perception checks oh, and perception. Uh, plus two on perception. What okay. are those? What, like Warby Parkers? What they are, are Warbies. Authority, what you notice, you actually just go straight to the portal in the middle, like where it opened. And you notice looking around, you see these weird spots on the stone. It looked like somebody had rubbed oil or something that was meant to burn on it. You guess as a thief who is used to planning things so that they get away, this was done intentionally so that when the demons came, it hopefully would burn away. Since you guys did interrupt the summoning, not all of it burned away. You can see kind of a drawing, it looks like, or some sort of rune that somebody had attempted to make with the oil. And while a lot of it has burned away, to the keen eye, you can see where it still looks a little moist. Okay. Is it uh, is there anyone in the party that like can read there, there is somebody, if you pointed it out to them and if they couldn't see it, could probably do something with a history of religion check. Some artificarian, perhaps? <laughs> I got a 20. TV, you're actually yes. able to kind of put together the uh-huh. whole package. You see what Lothario is doing, and maybe you would have missed the wet spots as you were absorbing the whole room, but once Lothario cues you <laughs> into it... Throw some flour on it. With your keen uh, analytical mind, you're able to actually extrapolate... pipe, just... Much more of the pattern by comparing the parts of the image that are there to what is known in your memory. Mm-hmm. And what you see is this looks like a crude rune to the Temple of Baal. Ah. A Baal temple? And are you telling me that the infernal taint leads to the Temple of Baal? <laughs> Clearly there's some Baal worshippers around here. <laughs> yes, they love this, Baal. This temple was made for me. Because <laughs> everybody loves balls. There's only one. Don't judge it. We all have our own fetishes, Mr. How many fetishes have you told us about that? Damn, whoever telling this story sure is judging the shit out. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Calm down. You guys hear him too? Yeah, TV, you you sense that this is to the Temple of Baal. Let's pronounce Baal. (laughs) He's a different guy. Baal's from Canada. You wouldn't know. Can we do a history check? I ask because I have a plus seven in history. Give me a religion check. I actually was a history uh, minor. Well, now you're an adult, so don't you freaking matter, history. do it. Fifteen? <laughs> oh, uh, 23. 23? Oh. Well, TV, you know that Baal is a dark god. He is the god of murder, death, destruction, and his worshippers tend to be just the worst of the worst. Mm-hmm. Yep, this is, this is Baal's work for sure. Very, very bad. You should be careful here, uh, Miss Andario. This, this is, this is not good stuff. If Baal has anything to do with this, you're in grave danger. You said you saw a rune of Baal. Correct, right here. Oh my! Very obvious. I'll have to investigate this further, but on the surface, this looks to be the work of the Temple of Baal, or perhaps one of the gods' servants. They have a lot of Baals to try to invade here. I'm going to mentally send a note over to Gonk to ask, 
if, uh, like, what is it in the building that they could be after? If the building was empty and it wasn't just to kill people, is it the portal? Is there something in the building that you have that's of value that anyone maybe at the Temple of Baal might have yeah. been interested in? Yeah, I ask that. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I just got a brainwave, y'all. If it is the Temple of Baal, or the Baalites, as we call them. <laughs> Ball boys? Yeah. Ball boys are the, the young ones. <laughs> the, the oh, they're only the young initiates are the ball boys. They run out and oh retrieve God. the bales. They yeah, help on it. Sundays. <laughs> Their bales haven't dropped yet. Or they could be running out into the fields and catching some hay balls. <laughs> That's true. They could be out there playing kick bale. As worshippers of ball continue to age, they droop further and further to the ground, weighed down by their many sins. If I had to judge... Just, you good at that. Sorry. <laughs> I am a high elf head of a paladin order. Yes, I am a tad judgy. You can hear it in my voice. <laughs> and she pulls out a cigarette extender and is smoking from that. If I had to guess, though, Mr. Gonk. <laughs> it's just Gonk. <laughs> knowing the worshippers of Baal, I would say that their motives were simply that their mission statement directly conflicts with ours. In the last several years, we have filled a space, a void, that was needed. There was a time when the empires and kingdoms of this land actually looked after the citizens, slew the great evils, protected people from bandits and robbers, and more and more, they have abdicated their responsibilities. And it has been organizations like us who have set back the worshippers of Baal and other dark gods and monsters that go bump in the night. I would guess that they attacked us because, well, we're damn good at our job. It's like a whole temple full of Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. She taps her adamantium chest plate. <laughs> uh, uh, what I meant to say was, is uh, were they after you as, as human beings, or were they uh, something in the temple? <laughs> I. You're burying the lead, man. To be a paladin is to be a paragon of light, justice, order, and martial ability. Worshippers of Baal lack courage. They would be unlikely to face us directly. Who is Baalak? Uh, he's wrinkly. He's sweaty a lot. Gotcha. He... I'm writing this. I'm writing this. Okay. Yeah, please tell me you're doing a, a drawing of the god no, Baal. He's, he's trying to, but it's just like, it looks like a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Only the most sick and depraved individuals would worship a god who abdicates murder, death, destruction, torture towards all mortal beings. They do not have the numbers that we have, and odds are they don't have the safe harbor that we have going wherever. So they strike from the shadows whenever they can. I imagine that striking down the chapter house for the Brotherhood of Order would have made their patron very pleased. Oh, so you think, oh, what you, what, what are you talking about? So you think they came uh, accidentally when everybody was gone? or uh, I think it was staged. It takes great energy to break the material plane and summon demons from the infernal into ours. Whatever wizard, although he's certainly capable to have opened a portal in our basement, I doubt that he would have the power to do it twice without some sort of long rest in between. But whoever did this waited until Kevin's uh, brothers in arms was yeah. out of the picture. Yes, I oh, wager to I th understand now. So, here's what happened. Um, he's a slow-moving computer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They made the distraction so that they could sneak in here and open the portal within your temple to summon forces in order to sneak attack you when you got back and ambush you. Ah, it all makes sense now. Now that I think about it, 
If you were somebody trying to gain your god's favor and the great and terrible power that would be bestowed upon pleasing the god Baal, I would wager that destroying this temple would have gone a long way towards making an already powerful sorcerer even more powerful. Okay, well, um, we figured it out, so uh, do we get a reward of some kind? Or, like, I love knowledge. Do you have any books? See me another time. We are going to secure this place and, and reapply the warding runes uh, to this okay, building. Okay, when's a good time? Anytime tomorrow, feel free to come by and you All can right, peruse our tomorrow. library. Thank you. We did it, guys. Good job, everybody. <laughs> Level up. Save the rec center. <laughs> this is a proud woman. When you cut Save her off, miracles. she immediately revokes your ability. She says, you are no longer allowed. You're an asshole. I just saved your damn temple and you won't give a reward because you're talking too much and I cut you off? All right, fuck off. I like this Let's new TV. She does not no. take kindly to that at all. She reaches for her sword briefly. And I say, step in and say, forgive him, no social skills. She stops herself and just looks at you. She looks past Malison and just says, out now to you. You can fuck off. You suck. Roll for initiative. Cover, I try to cover his mouth when he does that. Roll with for my, initiative. With my hand. <laughs> Never piss off librarians. What are you doing? Protest also, I say. Some, some, he got rebooted and it's the wrong program. Well, we got to start him over. Let me just control all delete his mouth. This is a very interesting role playing choice for Tifi. <laughs> is he saying this to Andaria? Uh, yeah, he's he's been quite a penis for like the last like paragraph and I couldn't let it go. I was like, okay, I'll let it go. I'll let it go. I'll let it go. And I tried to step in, and now I see what's happening, and I just stand back and say, hmm, you earned it. My initiative is uh, 19 plus 3, so 22. Wait, real quick, before this starts, is there like an on-off switch on his back I can flip real quick yeah. or no? Can we just data him or something? Can I cast a spell on him? Anybody can do anything you want, probably. I cast uh, Suggestion. Wisdom save DC 15. Suggestion, go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) She rolled an 18. Okay. It fails then. Okay. Can I cast a spell on TV? Go for it. All right. I got a spell called Magic Mouth. I've never heard of it and I love it. You you implant a message within an object in range. The message that is uttered when a trigger condition is met. So I want to cast Magic Mouth on Tifi's face. Okay. And um, <laughs> replacing his replacing his <laughs> current mouth. Just over his current. Just just yeah. Basically, technically his mouth is. You're gonna throw object. your voice and make Tifi apologize. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm gonna try to uh, use ventriloquism to get him out of being killed. Why do we let him go? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, go, what does he have to roll? <laughs> No, I mean, nothing, really. I mean, it's just, it doesn't say, it just, it doesn't even say you have to roll anything. You know what? It does say an object, and TV, as you have said before, when I did ask you what your pronoun was, you did say you were an object. <laughs> I like to be treated like an object. So, I, so I will allow it. You might be a soul-infused warforged, but the soul is compartmentalized, and your mouth is just a piece of metal. Okay, fine. All right, so now... The you, trigger could be you snapping your fingers. Okay, yeah, I'll make the trigger... <laughs> I'll make the trigger me going, uh uh-huh, like that. (laughs) Finger guns. Just like, uh uh-huh. And then uh, I want Atifi to go, my fault. I didn't didn't mean to uh, insult you. That was my fault, and I'm going to leave now. Please don't kill me. I'm just a stupid robot, and I need to be rebooted. I just came back to life, and please don't kill me. For the love of God, I'll go serve you and hunt demons for you. Give me a performance check. <laughs> That's pretty good. 
15. Give it with advantage because you used a spell on your side. Okay, performance. I got a plus one, so that first one will be 16. Oh, 12 plus one will be 13. So 16 is my best. 16? I'm going to roll an insight check. Well, <laughs> she sees through your clever ruse. Can you, know you tell who's throwing the voice? Because if so, I use hidden step and turn fucking invisible. <laughs> you, you rolled high. No, I tried to uh, cast uh, command on her. Gotcha. All right. Um, what were you going to command her, by the way? To leave. Oh. oh. You said the spell for the yeah. word command. Yeah. She knows that spell. She shrugs it off as this as this <laughs> paragon of light feels this. A uh, paragon of light who's ready to strike down someone for being rude to them. That's, that's a good <laughs> yeah. paragon of light. Sometimes manners need to be taught. And so, I mean, you don't go into somebody's house, shit on their floor, and then wonder why they kick the crap out of you. Maybe after you <laughs> save their entire temple, you do. Hey, she was getting ready and, to thank you. And hey, Clint, 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 are you justifying your behavior here? Are you really? Tifi, who is uh, bad at social situations, yeah. But not only that, you went on the offensive, which Tifi has never done. Tifi's been much more passive. So there was an interesting, uh, so Tifi got some balls. And so Tifi's going to need to learn that being a dick so right now has, has negative consequences. Yeah, should we go cool off on this? Think about the magic mouth spell that I got. The spell gets her for she a said, second. you got a pretty mouth. Uh, Mistress Ondario, upon seeing Tifi's mouth open and, and words and apologize, and, and apologize the do you oppress- understand the words coming out of his mouth? <laughs> the impersonation was good, and in fact, it almost got her because okay. very rarely do people not come to her and revere her with respect. Very rarely does this happen. So, the thought that somebody would one insult her, then two use magic to try to fool her, kind of threw her off for a second. Oh, However, she is a wise being who's been alive for a long period of time, and she understands that your action was to apologize. Yeah. Even if it was for an unwilling party, she understands that uh, this one may not speak for everybody in the group. But it is her turn of the initiative. Mm-hmm. Can I have the mouth say one more thing? Please. <laughs> <laughs> run! <laughs> that's to you. Uh, that's me to you saying yeah. fucking run. Okay. She just smiles, reaches her hand out slowly and confidently and puts it to TV's head. Uh, kind of in the same way that like a professional boxer could kind of slowly throw punches and still like would make their mark. She's, she's mm-hmm. just uh, an old hand at mar- <laughs> at martial combat. Okay. As Tifi even attempts to move, you know, she anticipates each one of his movements, steps in, in form with him, and just places her hand confidently uh, on her forehead. Tifi's vision is obscured. Tifi tries to bring its hands up to remove the hand that's been placed upon its head, covering its eyes, where its nose would be. As bright light overloads every one of your senses, you black out. The rest of you can see Tifi's arms fall limp, which is weird because last time Tifi shut down, he froze in place. Mm. You see from outside in between the cracks and between uh, Mistress Andariel's gauntleted hand, you see holy light pour out in every direction. It's blinding to look at. Mm. She- I flipped down the shade part of my perspectacles, like <laughs> Dwayne Wade. <laughs> As Tifi goes limp, she lets go. Tifi crumbles to the ground. You can see where the hand wasn't. Much of the metal is singed and smoking. The human mass that was once there is no longer there. <laughs> I say, well, back to the mechanic. Tifi, you did not. Pick him up. You did not get dropped to. I'm not. I'm not going to say that she dropped you to zero hit points with one grab. She used her ancient and powerful magics to just incapacitate you. Neat. She takes a deep breath. She was pretty heated. I'm sorry, I haven't had to use the light in quite a few years. A bit exhilarating. 
what I was going to say before that dreadful incident was that I'm so very grateful that there were heroes amongst all of you. I have smote those who have done far less to me than this one here. But but because uh, you, all of you did help save this temple, I will spare your friend. And furthermore, any lodging that you guys wish to have tonight will be on the temple. Oh yeah, I'm totally excited to stay here. We are not a hotel, but we would be happy to pay for your lodgings at uh, one of the local inns. Real quick question. Sorry to interrupt. Is the magic mouth still working on him? <laughs> it is still there. All right, so he's on the ground smoking, unconscious. And, la, la, la. And yeah. <laughs> Look at me, I'm stupid. Somebody touch my butt. <laughs> All of those things. Yes. Whatever like, ridiculous childish thing you can make somebody say. Well, the first thing he says, my bad. Yeesh. So uh, you can cast that magic mouth anywhere? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good to know. Well, on any object. I don't think I can cast You're it thinking of a different spell, Glory Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> different skill. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I always mix it too. I was saving that one. <laughs> Speak with Morgana. She will give you money for lodging, drinking, and probably a little extra to spend as a thank you for saving our temple. We wish we could give you more, but again, we are not a wealthy order. She looks at all of you, perfectly uh, not looking at the piece of metal crumpled up on the ground. <laughs> Truly, the light shines in every one of you. If you ever need a favor, what you've done here was no small thing. Please, come see me if you need me for anything. Some band-aids would be nice. Okay, bye. And with that, she turns around and walks away. You see her shouting orders to the two paladins who've remained silent behind her. They get to work establishing defenses. A couple of them start investigating the room to see if there's any clues you guys missed. Once you guys leave the temple, TV starts coming back to consciousness. Real okay. quick, was there any uh, importance to the little oil or whatever they used for the ritual for the thing? Like, did we need that for a sample at all? Or the investigation there is done entirely? We don't need to? You... Because you said there was a little bit of residue. Left. You notice this just to be animal fats. And you know okay. that the limits of that are pretty limited. You know yeah. animal fats would be good because in certain Flammable. temperatures, they burn up mm-hmm. and leaving very little evidence. Because they weren't anticipating in your intervention, not everything burned up. Got it. How was your nap? You all right? How's your nap, buddy? <laughs> You're a little oh, cranky he, there. You need a Snickers? Oh, you look so rusted now. <laughs> oh, you just needed a nappy poo. I forgot hanged. that I shouldn't talk to people. <laughs> I learned this lesson before. <laughs> I need to not be the one to communicate with the, uh, the other people. They're so stupid, they just don't understand. Well, you're probably right about that. Now, listen, I did find a recipe for you for the repeating crossbow. If you could help us come, come back uh, to make that for Lothario when we get back to the to, to the oh, lodging. I'd love to. That'd be I, pretty sweet. That sounds very exciting. How is right. everyone? Um, Much better than you. Uh, your head is smoking. <laughs> oh, no. I, I have uh, Hudson, like, flap his wings on his head to try to cool I'm, his head I'm, off. I'm, I'm, I've lost my... Uh, Disguise. I'm. I'm. I'm walking around as a warforged. Is. Is. That's all right. I'm a big cow. I don't think nobody cares. It is quite disconcerting. People are alarmed. It's not alarming to see a warforged out. It would be somewhat out of place to see them with a group of adventurers and not some noble. But it's certainly more out of place to have conversations with your warforged. People are looking, though. It's more of a passing interest. People have their own lives to lead. I'll cast uh, Prestidigitate on his head to give him a human-looking face. I can just do it. But not too human, like Mickey Rourke. Kind of like in between. Uh, in the wrestler. 
need like minor illusion oh, or something. Oh, okay. Like that. I don't think I have that. I would just uh, cast um, uh, like disguise self. I have that as a, a separate spell. Yeah. TV snaps its fingers and activates a spell. It's done time and time again. What do we see? Um, I looked uh, <laughs> a little Cage. bit um, <laughs> more like Lothario. Oh, so you you got a little bit more sex appeal going on then. <laughs> hey, careful! He's going to sing a white female. Yeah. It looks really oh, awkward shit. because it, the face doesn't fit the body. <laughs> What's the face look like? It it looks like like a younger Lothario, a sexier like, Lothario. Um, just he- head hair at least, <laughs> maybe no beard. Um, but uh, yeah, just not sexier, just uh, you know, awkward teen Lothario. <laughs> okay, I say, Tifi, you look good. You do know you're gonna be a target for Chunkless. <laughs> <laughs> Chunk what? They're, they're like slippers. Oh. His mom beats him with them. <laughs> kind of sad, really. What's yeah, fun to bring a mom up? Like? Sorry about that. <laughs> What's having a mom like? Yes. I wouldn't know. <laughs> kind of like what you just experienced, really. <laughs> just turn around and see. Yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> and I am not faced. <laughs> I have 20 siblings. Yeah. I'm not facing someone that looks a little like me. Yeah. <laughs> Lothario. <With> dead eyes. <laughs> Uh, Tifi, real quick, uh, quick question about your face. What the fuck? <laughs> um, well, my 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 normal disguise uh, that I wear is like is limited to that one look. And um, since being around people, I notice most people have hair, and it's not very convincing my bald look. So I decided to have hair, and you have hair, so I copied you. Well, thanks, thanks. I guess that's a uh, it's nice. Not creepy at all. Can you can you can you copy my blinks every once in a while? <laughs> just a little Slow slower, a little blink. slower. There you go. Too fast. No, the blinks can be fast, but just don't. You don't. Too there many you go. blinks. There you go. There you go. Just one eye at a time. <laughs> yeah. He starts sneezing because for some reason he has that thing. Ah, blinking. I never look at myself in the mirror. I forget that people have things like that. <laughs> Do we think these demons will attack again? Should we stay and help them? Well, I, I'd like to work on Lothario's uh, crossbow, repeater crossbow. And uh, did you get any other plans that I could, blueprints that I could use? Um, I want to do that, and they don't have I that. Did. Kind of I did. I got um, I got blueprints for, like, uh, some boots of acrobatics that happen to fit a cow-sized man. But uh, you can work on his crossbow first, and maybe later you can help me make some new chocolates for myself. Well, I already built him one thing so far. I'll build you something first. Well, Kevin, I'll answer your question nice. since no one did. <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> did I, I not I say I that question out loud? The paladin, the paladin said it would be a while before that uh, wizard or whatever had the magic to open that portal would be able to do it again. Mm-hmm. I say we go to this uh, place, have some chicken wine. That's number mm-hmm. one, and then uh, we can work on you know whatever you're talking about, crossbows and boots, boots and cats, mm-hmm. however you want to do it. <laughs> but they I think we have promoting. enough time to rest, recoup, have some drinks before they might attack again. So perhaps mm-hmm. we do that, rest up, head Long back rest. over to the temple to ensure that they're okay. Wise, Maybe. perhaps a round of would you rather. <laughs> Truth or dare. Uh, After about 10 minutes walking, you guys find yourself back in the merchant district. You guys even see Mistress Caitlin's shop in the distance. You also see Pierre and Sons 
Uh, We've made enemies with a lot of people in this town. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's time for us to leave. On the walk, Tifi's practicing blinking and like staring at each of the other people and figuring out the timing of their blinks and and doing the math on like putting together an algorithm for blinking. I want his blinking to be really like dramatic, like like squeezing his eyes shut. Oh, he's he's gonna crunch the numbers until he gets it right, and still will not not stop smiling. And you know, yeah, no. I was gonna say, feel free to close your mouth every once in a while. (laughs) He never smiles. What are you talking about? Oh, just he's not blink either. He's trying to blend in. Oh, oh, I put on a big smile to try to blend in. (laughs) Just razor sharp teeth, like perfect no overbite, just terrifying. Bring back, bring back the nightmare horse. <laughs> it crawls oh. out of his mouth. That's canon. Uh, uh, Tifi is walking around smiling and practicing blinking. As Tifi is perfecting the art of quote-unquote smiling and blinking, the rest of you guys come to the closest pub and the one that you believe Mr. Sondario was referring you to, the Mad Jester Inn. You notice an elaborately colored sign of a delightfully mad jester. Gong shivers. As you guys enter the building, you notice it's Germanic architecture, As you enter, you see a lively pub in its nighttime hours. It's roughly 8 o'clock when you guys walk in. It's uh, dark outside. Inside is lit by torches, candlelight, chandeliers. This bar, unlike many of the other pubs, has uh, much more of a rustic feel to it. It's Uh, more hipster. Well, it's more of the common man. What you see is, a uh, unlike many of the bars in town, they would be filled with mostly nobles and their servants. And their servants would have their own separate place. This place is much more of an everyman, like, common house. When you enter, you see a large half-orc female working the bar. She has a, a plain villager shirt. I don't know what else you'd call it. Just a plain shirt with the sleeves rolled up and a, and a brown leather apron around her neck. Uh, you see a couple servers of various races taking drink orders. You see you see a gnomish band in the corner Ooh. playing a jug. One of them is playing a fiddle. <laughs> another one's on the washboard and another one's on uh, one of them is playing an instrument that you guys don't recognize, but we would recognize it as a banjo. And that's oh. where we're going to end the episode. Clint, uh, where can people find you? Do you got anything to plug? Uh, I got nothing to plug as usual, but you can find me uh, at Clint Beischer on most social media. Clint, you were actually on the uh, Treehouse Guys on DIY, oh, right? Oh, yeah. You can watch reruns of the, the, the Treehouse Guys on DIY Network, or you can uh, look up the Big Sur episode of Building Off the Grid and uh, check check out some of my building there. Dave Collins, yeah. where can they find you? Uh, Twitter, Instagram, at Sharkrodile. Perfect. AG, where can they find you? Uh, at Muller, she wrote, at Daily Beans Pod. Uh, Hi, uh, Caleb is drawing at is at, uh, <laughs> is at uh, Twitter, Instagram. I can occasionally be seen doing uh, drawings on Dungeons and Doodles on Dragon Plus on Twitch, uh, where I also plug this podcast. Yes, you did. Thank you very much. Sarah Lee Steiner, where can people find you? You can find me at Sarah Lee Magic on everything. At karaoke night down at Manhattan's. Yeah. <laughs> at the lamp lighter. <laughs> and then standing on the corner of 4th and Broadway anywhere after 2 a.m. Jesse Egan, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at Jesse Egan Comedy on everything. And um, that's, yeah, that's the answer to Excellent. that question. <laughs> Any shows coming up? I got a bunch of shows coming up. You can check out the website, jesseegan.net. It was going to be jesseegan.com, but some damn architect took it first. Go to all of the shows. Go all to every show. All of them. Jesseegan.net. Jesse Egan Comedy. Google me. Or Bing. Huh? Mm-hmm. Uh. Ask, ask Jeeves. <laughs> That's a callback. 
Salvador Viesca, where can they find you? I'm at Salvador Viesca V on Twitter and Instagram. What? Some sure. architect I'm pretty Salvador sure. Viesca. Yeah, some architect stole it from me. <laughs> you can also uh, find him at Sly Funky Monk on the PlayStation Network, yes. where you can beat his ass in video games. Good luck. <laughs> Doing, what do you play? All of them. Mostly first-person shooters. Online for shooters, but I play mm. any game. I'll play okay. it all. If anyone wants to play Mahjong with me, uh, my username is Poundcakenator. <laughs> you play a digital Mahjong? Yeah, because I don't have real tiles. Just you and a bunch <laughs> of Asian ladies. Tiles. Or real friends. <laughs> real tiles. Do you consider yourself a gamer then because you play Mahjong? Um, I don't mean to brag, but I was ranked number 300 in the world when Bejewel was a really good big game. So, Bedrool. I'm glad you didn't mean Bedrool. to brag. <laughs> <laughs> that would be sad. Yeah, that'd be terrible. If you, if you... <laughs> That's the extent of my gaming. <laughs> Jesus. And, and if you want to reach out to me or the show, go ahead and tweet us or reach us out to us on Instagram at awfulDnd. Again, thank you very much for listening. And if we got the rules wrong, please just go keep ahead and tweet yourself. us. Uh, tw- uh, either keep it to yourself or tweet at us, and I'll DM you in a personal apology. Or if we got the rules wrong, we know. And uh, yeah. just a disclaimer, no actual goats were hurt during the making of this podcast. That's a lie. <laughs> I totally messed up. Shut that goat up. Barbarian rage in this in this game, by the way. I totally horked it. I should have been, those guys should have been dead, dead, deady, dead, dead. Well. Uh, you, you gonked it. I, I gonked it up. Thank you very much. This has been Awful Neutral. Later, nerds. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>